This episode of the Check Out This Record podcast is brought to you by GuitarExclusive.com. Visit now for buying guides, reviews, and more. GuitarExclusive.com. And welcome to the Rock, Rock, Rock and Roll podcast. Check out this record. My name is Mark. And please give a warm welcome to my partner in tight pants. It's Frankie D. <laughs> That's right, my man. Time to fight crime in the name of good music. That's right. Uh, have your friends noticed that rock and roll music has become all you want to talk about? Hell yeah, dude. This is the podcast for you. And if they don't like it, you can tell them where to stick those hair metal edgelord jerk off albums. And make sure they check out, check out this record. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever the finest of fine podcasts can be found. Heck, we're even on the tube of you. That's right. New episodes drip to the drop directly to your ears. And of course, we rip everything that you like to hold sacred for your listening pleasure. That's right. For the uninitiated, welcome. Here on Check Out This Record, Frank and I find records for each other to go through track by track and tell you what we really think about them. But that's not all. Oh, no, no, no. We also have a wide array of musical discussions, like in our Spotlight series, where we'll dig into a band's catalog, like a couple of uh, grave robbers, and Ooh. see what comes out on the other side. Uh, something classic or something that's shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Or in our Versus series, we're going to pit two albums against each other, and they're going to duke it out for what we like to call Hold On. <laughs> Frank's drinking a beer. <laughs> Total stereo domination. That was a lot of build up for that burp. I know. Um, that was a burp, by the way. Uh, now, if social media is so, yeah. your jiggity jam, uh, be sure to check us out on the Instagram or the Fart Book. <laughs> uh, we have a group Thing Oma Jig. Uh, so the roasting of your musical sacred cows never has to end. Mark yourself safe from shitty music and give us a listen, uh, a like or a follow or whatever it is you do uh, when you're not just giving data to Russian hackers in exchange for a fake painting of your own face. <laughs> Don't forget to bop over, of course, to YouTube and watch us do this. Uh, you could even, you know, you can make fun of us. I don't care. Uh, yeah. we, we try to piece this together with some scotch tape and then hopefully we'll have some more content coming for you guys. So fire off a click on that old subscribe button. That's right. Now, last week, listeners uh, will know that we tackled uh-huh. Echo and the Buddyman's debut album, Crocodile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started to take a look at, at the modern British post-punk scene to see which way the sound had gone. Obviously, uh, Frank and I won't be able to unpack such a complex idea in, in a single episode, but I thought it would be fun to just kind of throw a dart at the map, uh, you know, if you will, uh, and pick something uh, I've never heard of. Uh, so today we're talking about London's own High Viz mm. and their 2019 debut full-length album, No Sense, No Feeling. Uh, there isn't a ton of information on the band available, so I'll give you kind of what I got. Uh consisting uh the band members uh are in a ton of london's kind of like underground uh hardcore and punk scene sure uh, and i'm not going to go through naming them because we don't know any of them either no offense to them uh, but the lineup is uh <laughs> edward ski harper on drums uh graham Sl- sale 
I'm going to say it's sale. That sounds on right. vocals. Uh, Rob Hammeron, Hammeron on guitar. Rob Moss on bass and uh, Roman. I'm not even going to say this guy's last name. Uh, <laughs> Bruno, Bruno on guitar. Bruno hey, look, sounds, that sounds good, man. It sounds good, right? Bruno. Bruno. Um, so Graham, the singer, described their unique, uniquely grim style of post-punk as quote post-industrial British Britain misery punk. Mm. Frank, that's one, one hell of a way to describe the sound of your band. Uh, does it fit? Yeah, I actually like the description of this. The term post was always in my view, but I had trouble like with the term after terms in this case after it. Um there's punk for sure and sprinkles of other forms. So yeah, I mean, industrial in this context, it kind of makes sense. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. In an interview with NME.com, Graham had this to say, quote, uh, I do wear my class identity on my sleeve. He continues, the name High Viz is definitely a class signifier. It is the unifying clothing item of the working class. And it's also mm. just alienates you completely if you put on a high put on your high vis nobody wants to see you or speak to you unless they want something oh. uh, he's referring to those high reflective high visibility uh, jackets that you often see in uh british society um frank wow. you ready to strap on your high vis uh and see if we can sneak into a basement i skipped an entire paragraph there it's all right. Yeah, I love a good sneak and I love a good basement. <laughs> yes, you do. Track one, choose to lose. Uh, we're off and running, but this sounds a ton more like uh, a classic hardcore two step and less like a classic post punk uh, right out of the gate. Then, about 40 seconds in, the mood really shifts towards that British post punk of the 80s, just long enough for Graham to come in with an air of desperation to his voice and the core of the band's sound is established. Uh, Post-hardcore, part post-punk, dark, but dare I say hopeful? Uh, Frank, was uh, this choice as an opener uh, a choice to lose? So live, I could see this as the opener and it gets everybody going. But it's funny, though, because I actually don't think that this was the best track to open things up. Uh, the second track, for sure, I kind of think should have been the first track. Uh, that's how I would have preferred um, in that opening sequence. However, let's put that aside. I like the desperation mixed with this airy nature that really gives one uh, a dose of hardcore mixed with some 80s vibe. So you know what they're going for right here. Mm-hmm. Track two, as Frank mentioned, Walking Wires, the reverb off the guitar mm. screams 80s post-punk. Sure uh, and when the drums come in, they really nail that sound down. Now, Graham has more of a classic hardcore delivery to his vocal style, but you can hear him taking his time with these lines. And while they're not sexy in the way that, you know, that 80s post-punk was, he's giving the song an edge that might have otherwise been lost with more of a crooning style. Yeah. Uh, are you Walking Wires here, Frank? Oh, with my bare feet, son. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's so tough. <laughs> uh, there's almost a, a lo-fi quality to this, which really makes the song sound distant, but it works. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the chorus screams full on 80s. I think Graham's voice, believe it or not, is actually not suited for the style, but that doesn't mean it doesn't like add value because it totally does. So like it, it, it's weird because even though like it's not 
a kind of a voice for this 80s kind of new wave music it adds so much and if you take that away it would it wouldn't work <laughs> so <laughs> moving right along track three stabbed mm. uh i love this nearly fugazi-esque yeah. bass and drum intro with the guitars uh blowing a hard rain over them until a very aggressive change in tempo uh and they return back to the fugazi sound Pretty parts, heavy parts, well-defined that come together nicely after the bridge. Three tracks in, Frank. What are your thoughts so far? This is my favorite of the three thus far. Mm -hmm. Uh, For a song named Stabbed, it it gives you kind of the feeling of the process of getting stabbed, uh, like the precursor of thought, the adrenaline rush, the fear, the anger, potential regret. Great tune. Really great. Nice. Yeah. Track four, The Bastard Inside. Mm, hello. Nothing is nothing. Nothing means nothing to the bastard inside. No. I can't be a part of it. There's nothing left inside. Mm. Heavy stuff, Frank. Mm. Uh, Hive is taking on depression here. Pretty post-punk structure here, but we get this very 80s double hi-hat and bass line right after that two-minute mark yeah. uh, that manages to keep to change the direction uh, my body would been moving in but still keep my attention serving as a pretty cool bridge to a pretty dark song uh does it work for you frank oh it does and if you told me the song actually came out in the late 80s i would have totally believed you i mean it's got edge anger rhythmic and melodic vibes shows the intent is more than just being one type of a band yeah absolutely track five Voices. Voices. I'm loving this really fast palm muted guitar balanced with this big open kind of chord strumming that's going on. Uh, and the the back and forth between those two parts really gets me. Uh, it sounds like Graham is struggling with uh, the memories of what's been said to him and how they've uh, mutated his beliefs about himself. Uh, were you picking up on that, Frank, or is it just the voices in my head? I love this sound, and I'm definitely picking that up, too. I would have liked it earlier on the record, but nevertheless, here we are. It's a tale to struggle before and a self-reflective look at how we got here. And on the verses, even, I hear some Maiden. I, mm. I hear some Maiden on the verses, too. So uh, really solid tune, solid tune. All right, moving along. Track six, mm. Altitude. The uh, the classic hardcore two-step pokes its head back out here. And the the band's hardcore roots are just kind of really on full display. I love this kind of twangy bass line with it. Uh, We do get more of a post-punk bridge here again with a little bit more singing than than barking. And I like that he's not doing more of uh, his vocal range will let him. Right. He's not he's not stretching himself too thin. Uh, it's not his strength. And, and Graham isn't pretending that it is. And I right. think that that kind of honesty works for them. Uh, Frank, uh, can you get any higher? Well, always can, my friend. And, and listen, <laughs> I love I love that chunky bass riff. Yeah. Uh, and that classic hardcore sound in this. And it gives it a timeless feel. I, I, I feel that this is the album showcase song to see what they could do, how far they could stretch it and push Mm -hmm. the envelope and what they could then bridge for the next record. That that's where I feel like a song like this is, is showing us. Mm. And and that's very intriguing to me. Yeah. Track seven blood moon. I love these sharp guitar parts laid out over blood moon. They're really reaching for those British post-punk aesthetic uh, and it's working for them in a very primal 
post-hardcore kind of way, like those two sounds coming together. We get some great lyrical imagery here. Uh, the sun is black behind mm. dead eyes. She leaves me standing hypnotized. The cracks are forming in the sky. The sun and stars begin wow. to die. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's because we just did Echo uh, and the Bunnyman Frank, but I- I'm hearing a good bit of that influence here. Are, are you picking that up? I think you're totally right on that. I hear Echo in this song is sure uh, for sure, as well as the 70s Clash style sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always loved the title Blood Moon. And I actually had a song, I don't know if you remember, playing around with that song and title for mm-hmm. our band, the 33. And if we would have kept going, uh, that would have been like one of the next ones I presented. Anyway, back to the song that actually made the cut. Uh, <laughs> this is where music in the late 70s and 80s meet and fall in love and and those two decades if you look at it from a whole right away you know 70s think of disco and 80s you think of you know kind of the 80s pop so it's almost penguins and polar bears but this is where they fit the hand like a complete glove excellent excellent track eight new asbestos uh how do you succeed with no idea what you want great question i mean i love that line frank uh graham taking on the need to be the need to become a celebrity here suggesting that the next big new thing is the modern day asbestos worth mentioning his uncle died of complications from asbestos exposure while working on the dock so it's this is not something he's going to take lightly totally Uh, powerful call for thoughtfulness on the cesspool that is modern celebrity culture. Frank, (laughs) you want to add anything to that? Yeah. I mean, listen, asbestos got my grandfather too, Mm. for those years working in the fur factories. Um, I love the rallying cry, uh, especially, especially like you said, against that cesspool of modern celebrity culture, most sensible people would agree. They need a little tweaking of their positioning and needs to be knocked down on the tier of importance in people's lives. Anyway, this is another tune though, that pushes to me, them into realms that would be interesting to see if this is built upon for a next full length album. And I think that's kind of cool that we're getting those little hints here. Um, Again, shows a band is not one dimensional that they have a lot more in their arsenal. So Mm -hmm. very, really cool song again. Well, believe it or not, that's the whole album, eight (laughs) songs, only 26 minutes long Uh, time for the old final thoughts, Frank. I know, uh, this leaned a little bit more post-hardcore than sure. than maybe I had attended, but again, thrown a dart at a map, right? Uh, but tell the folks at home, should they check out this record? I think people should indeed check out this record. If you like late 70s punk sound with 80s hardcore and new wave, this is for you. The songs come and go really quick. In fact, that's my main complaint with eight songs. It's hard to get a full gauge on the band. Uh, I would have liked more, but, you know, you have two people here sitting talking that they want more from the band. So maybe there was some intent behind it too. It's a classic example of a band that has roots, but love a whole bunch of other music. And they wanted to ensure it gets met with the writing of the songs. Uh, tracks like stabbed and voices are really examples of how the sounds blend together. And then blood moon really hammer that nail into the coffin. Uh, Graham's voice isn't the best, but that's what makes me more intrigued by it. In fact, that's what I like about it. That I, I like that. Uh, so I'm really interested to see where they go next. Uh, I give this record seven and a half out of 10. Solid record. Good find, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I'm sure it's obvious uh, now, but I, I really fell in love with this record as I was getting into it. On the surface, I think it's easy to pigeonhole it uh, as a 
hardcore record with with post-punk makeup on. But I think at its core, this honors the band's hardcore roots while embracing uh, a now modern classic British sound. Uh, Choose to Lose and Walking Wires open the album like a storm coming to shore and build an incredible foundation uh, for the bastards inside and voices. Altitude. Uh, give you the the back half gives the back half of the album a welcome tempo shift and keeps the album from getting repetitive, leaving Blood Moon and New Asbestos to close it out. Arguably, two of my favorite tracks on the album. Uh, one hell of a way to close the album for sure. This this one for me, I'm giving it an eight out of ten. Uh, nice. Definitely, folks. Uh, I've been looking for it. If you can find it, let me know. Check out this record. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, <laughs> what's the availability of this record? <laughs> no, it's it's limited it's limited limited dang good on them man two pressings and that's all they've done they're leaving it yeah leaving it fun choice i'll really be interested to see what the next record uh, is like for them absolutely frank it's my favorite part of the show the part where you tell me what it is i'm gonna listen to for the next week and i gotta say I've really enjoyed watching you drink that beer tonight buddy (laughs) thank you sir so uh, you know i didn't know where to go and I was just going to take a complete left turn and, and turn this out of kind of this mm. um, section of music that we've been in and just give you something else. But I was like, no, wait a minute. Let's kind of I think it's fun that we're kind of finding those intersectional paths of where these things may have met and springboarded them into these new bands that we found. And then also to kind of these older bands. So I'm going to give you something that uh, we've been talking about, but now we get to highlight it. Uh, oh, OK. So we're going back to 80, 1980, because that's uh, when this album was released. And I want us to take a look at the debut record. Is this real? By Wipers, right? We're talking about Wipers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Wipers a lot. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely, they play a role in this, you know, such a a big, big um, cult following. And yeah. I'm sure they're intertwined in, in some of the stuff that we've been checking out for the past couple of weeks. So I said, let's let's start with the first record. So Wipers, yeah. is this real? I mean, we, we've been talking about Wipers for maybe six months now, maybe a little longer even. I think and like I've sometime last year. I, I Sometime last year. Yeah. And I've yeah. noticed I've seen their records popping up in the record store. I've seen I've seen their T-shirt uh, around the greater Orlando metropolitan area. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested because it's one of those things where I went, oh, yeah, that is cool. But I haven't really had an opportunity to go back to it. So I'm yeah. excited to spend this week checking them out. Absolutely. You know, I think um, a lot of people are point to them as a pivotal role. And, you know, I, I think it could be one of those bands that um, really quietly paved the way for a lot of these other bands. So um kind of sure. excited about that. And we'll, we'll check it out and we'll bear way then to do it with the first record. Um, yeah. So there we go. Oh, my, my. Yeah, everyone. Well, hey, listen, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. Uh, Remember to like, subscribe, review, suggest, and, of course, be safe. You know, I I can't believe you made it all the way to the end of another episode. You know, we we love it when you can do that. Uh, Have you? Hey, uh, you know, uh, what would be nice is uh, why don't you say the closing with me? Uh, Frank's going to sing it here. Uh, wonderful. All wonderful. Right. Here we go. Key of C. Key of C. Oh, my, my. Oh, hell yes. Oh, oh bye. It's kind of crazy they put that album out in 2018, isn't it?
that is nuts, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't sound. It sounds like some like we found that in like a a stack of CDs from the '90s and just like pretty much and like oh hey yeah. look at this missing band we found. Yeah, like oh by the way, did you guys ever hear of this band? They, they passed through one time. They're like. <laughs>